It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Voila. Hey, welcome to uh, Money for Lunch. I uh, almost blanked out. I was like, what, what, what? Oh, welcome. Welcome to Money for Lunch. It's good to have you here, my friends. I am excited. Uh, I don't know if you watch this on Netflix. There is a series. Uh, it's called uh, My Next Guest with David Letterman. And David Letterman had, uh, it did, his, did an interview. He's got a bunch of great uh, people on there. Uh, he did an interview with Kanye West. And whether you like Kanye or don't, I think that you might want to check out this interview. It really shows Kanye in a different light. Uh, Very articulate, very smart young man. He talked about different things such as the law of attraction. He talked about, uh, you know, having the courage to be yourself. Um, He talked about his bipolar diagnosis. Very, very interesting interview. Very engaging. uh, Very entertaining. Just check it out on Netflix. And speaking of Kanye West, we're going to to use one of his quotes. I'm here to fight for the re-education of what celebrity is. To say, yes, we are celebrities, but yes, we're also innovators. We're also inventors. We're also thoughtful quote by Kanye West. All right, let's get this party started. Speaking of innovators, uh, today on the show, I have uh, Jasmine Pena. Jasmine Pena is the designer of Kanye. Um, I, I probably just butchered that name. But anyway, uh, she is a um, young female entrepreneur, and she is as I mentioned earlier, the designer of Kanye. Man, I think I still screwed that up. Anyway, Jasmine. No, no, you did it. it, I I did it right. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. uh, Okay. So Kanye is is a fine jewelry collection that accentuates the beauty of perspective through the energy of nature and power of thought, striking a chord of personal well-being and evoking a sensation of being one of of one and true to yourself, Kanje encourages you to identify your story, select your design, and believe in your power. I love that so much. Uh, Jasmine Pena, welcome Thank to the show. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. So give us a little bit of background. Uh, you are, you know, hanging out, you're having coffee. What was the catalyst? What, what was the aha moment where you said, hey, this is what I got to do. I got to start this jewelry collection. Talk about how uh, Kanye was came about the the birth thereof. Oh, the the birth of it. I would say it's interesting because it's like one big circle of irony because <laughs> it was inspired by my entire life. It, that came kind of full circle for me, as well as um, coming from nature and the world and the people of existence within it that have inspired me along the way. I know it kind of like sounds a little bit weird, but 
when I, from the time that I was a little kid, I absolutely was all about the arts and the sports and the animals. Um, and then it was all about that and uh, having that art and playing with making clothes or making pillows with my grandmother to then kind of like reaching a little bit of a halt, I would say when I was 15. Uh, for someone who always believes that there really is no coincidence and things happen for a reason, uh, I, I encountered something um, very, ooh, what's the right word? I don't want to say the word traumatic, but I, I could use the word shocking because it wasn't traumatic. I think I rolled uh, with it kind of well. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, which, which came out of shock to me and my family because I was that kid that never even had a cold. So then to now have to deal with like insulin shots at that age for a, for a female was kind of something a little bit hard to swallow, but I got through it and I tried to make sense of it all in, in my mind and it automatically made me think, okay, so this means I need to get into nutrition and some sort of therapy so I could help people. That, that's how I perceived it or explained it to myself. I don't know if that was like a coping mechanism or just something that I felt like this is what my calling is. And um, I remember telling myself, like, this is what I need to do and this is how it needs to be um, done and this is the path of my life. So I kind of put the arts thing a little bit to the side there, even though it was always inside of me. But um, then, ironically, at the age of 21, on my 21st birthday, I ended up having uh, meningitis. And wow. I was like in Hawaii. I know it sounds like a tragic story, but it, it does have a really good ending because I'm still alive and I'm here. <laughs> but right. um, so all those years growing up, which are the most important years, if you really think about it, going through middle school and high school, where I was so focused in on nutrition, psychology, some sort of therapy to educate and help others regarding their health situation and kind of keep them motivated now on my 21st birthday, I'm like um, in Hawaii in a foreign place, uh, although they did an amazing job, where I was given literally hours to live. And I somehow got through that, but not without having not be able to walk for about six months. So wow. I, I was not, I wouldn't say the word paralyzed, but I couldn't really use my legs because it was too weak and I had no sense of balance. And it was actually during that time where I was confined to my grandmother's couch. So I'm back in the grandma's house now. And I was confined to her couch because I couldn't really walk. And I ended up deconstructing and reconstructing old clothes. Now, if you ask me, like, what led you to do that? Well, it was, it was multiple things. One is I was bored. I was confined to a couch. And also, when you get out of that hospital literally you don't you don't know the amount of medication that they're pumping into you to keep you alive or to sedate you and keep you okay right. so i was also like in a withdrawal stage so i was like literally ripping clothes apart and reconstructing it and that seemed to help me and to get over to get over the idea of here's someone who's so social confined to a couch you know and with that um I thought I was strong enough to be able to go back out there, but I did have a little bit of a, a relapse, which we don't really need to get into that whole situation. I pushed myself a little bit too fast, but 
my dad came up to me a couple of weeks after that uh, relapse situation and said, look, you, you really like the arts. It makes you happy. I, I see it. I mean, like you're literally on a tiny little couch and you're just sitting here, but you're enjoying what you're doing regardless of everything else going on. Would you like to continue to be in the arts? Like I, I, he had already sent me to like acting school from graduation time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just, for, just for fun. And so with that, we, he enrolled me into FITM. At this point, it had almost been a little bit under a year of um, when this whole episode started with me. So slowly but surely, I started uh, taking classes at FITM, and I graduated in product and business development, and I loved it. And from there, I got into uh, footwear design and storytelling by line building. And then um, I felt that there was a need for something in my life that brings my past with my present and what I find meaningful in the world. And so I decided after my honeymoon uh, of meeting my husband that I'm going to make a jewelry line that you can wear every single day and it has meaning to you and you, you can keep it your whole life, get it as a keepsake and or, and or pass it on. And the reason why the website is called Conge Life is because like I also trademark um, swimwear, cover-ups, sandals, beach bags, chains, and a few other things because I really want it to be um, a lifestyle brand. And the reason I came up with the name is because you have to keep yourself out of the daily grind, especially where we live in today's life. Sure, sure. And, and Kanje is, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. from looking at the website, it means to be on holiday or, or on vacation or something like that? Yeah, it's to be on holiday, to be on vacation. But for me, like, I interpret it in a different way because by wearing your jewelry and being able to set yourself – I like crystals. I've been obsessed with them since I was a little girl. I genuinely believe that they have the same type of properties that, you know, some of your friends. So with that, um, I just felt like that's the perfect name for it, to make it a state of mind more than anything else. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk. Okay. So let's talk about this as far as uh, let's talk a little bit about business here. So you launch your brand, um, and you and the website is it? Uh, let's see, is it Conge C O N G E S? What's the website name? L I F E. Yeah, that's C O N G E S L I F E. Conge Life. Conge Life. And so you launched this website, uh, and did you did you launch it immediately with with? Uh, several products? Did you have just one product, two products? How did you launch it? What, how, many, how, how big was your inventory when you started? Ooh. So um, I had already designed, patented the Signature Collection, which is my, my first collection, the one where I was telling you that was inspired by my honeymoon with the crystals in, in a barrel, in an 18-karat gold barrel. That was already designed, patented. It was uh, pending at the time. Uh, now it's obviously all away and I have it um, that was in the process and I also had started with ancient Egypt collections so my entire scarab collection was already done when I launched it as well as the signature collection was done when I launched it and um, I already had some pieces done in the Native American collection so we were able to shoot that and have load that up into the the website as well wonderful at okay the time. at the time and, and so how do you, how did you start marketing your website 
Uh, did you do social media? Did you have a, a large advertising budget, uh, press releases? How did you start marketing and, and getting the word out about your website and your collection? So um, I, unfortunately, I'm not someone that comes from money, and I knew that it was going to have to be like a building, building blocks here to get to um, where I am today and where I hope to be in the, in the future. So for me, I did not understand the first thing about social media. And to be quite honest with you, I still don't. I really don't. But um, uh, I try to hire people that um, work and know their own field while I focus on my own field. Because if I try to get into that, I'm just going to fail. That, that's not my department. <laughs> but um, the way I wanted to do it was more of a grassroots thing. So I started with my friends. Plus, I think at the time... Um, someone had told me, Jazz, listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts. Mm. And, uh, and one day um, I was visiting my mom in, in Temecula and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. By the way, I wasn't even really savvy with that at that time about like, ooh, podcasts, okay. And <laughs> so <laughs> I listened to one and the first thing that I heard was you must ask your friends and family to support you. If you don't have the guts to ask your friends and family to help you and support you, you will not succeed as an entrepreneur. And I was like, what did this guy say? I, I want to do this without asking people for help. And he's telling me to ask my family and friends. Yeah. So, and it was, my mom had always told me, you got to ask for support from the people that are the closest to you. And I did. And it didn't take much help or effort because they already loved my stuff and they were always supporting me from the beginning. And uh, I'm lucky enough that some of my closest friends are in different aspects of the world that still include art. Like I have a lot of hairstylist friends, um, some actor friends. I have some other forms of art friends. So then with them being my first buyers of my jewelry and wearing it, it started kind of with a word of mouth until I was able to kind of pick up the budget with like, okay, so let's do some um, social media advertising, not the, big, not the big bucks ones, but the little bucks ones, and then kind of take it from there. Of course, retailers are the most important um, aspect of your business for it to grow and that was a huge challenge for me I don't know if you want to get into that segment yeah yeah things. so talk about that yeah because because that was where I was going next uh, so so did you actually you go to retailers okay. and say carry my line talk about that well I don't know how to I don't know how to say this but I'm sure a lot of women out there especially female entrepreneurs will understand I actually think male um viewers would understand as well but I had also I was pregnant at the same time that I started the business so I was basically having two babies at the same time um, with a, with and, and, and on top of that you're, 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 uh, you're a type 1 diabetic yeah and I don't know if you know enough about this but there is nothing more serious than have being a type 1 diabetic female pregnant it's, it's like yes. Uh, far far more severe than a lot of other stuff. So I was at the doctor's office um, minimum four times a week. If I was lucky, it would be four times. That's, that's how often I had to go in throughout my entire pregnancy. So 
between between the two things going on, um, I had become a little less social and more focused on I am determined to do this business and get this business um, going. And I just was working 24 hours a day, even even though I was pregnant, because it was like a race against time in my mind. Um, And when and by the time I had my son and I had my photo shoot, by the way, my photo shoot was literally the same weekend that I gave birth. And I did end up going uh, driving up there. To, to visit the photo shoot. I'll never forget that in my life. And everyone looked at me like I'm, a, I'm a literally a crazy person. Uh, but I was that determined. However, my, my charisma, my personality for someone who loves to be in front of people and talk to people, I had completely lost that. It was gone. It was this um, fear that had come over me where I could sell things without even trying to sell things. And I just could not, I was not comfortable selling my stuff. I just wasn't. And so that was a very, very big crash in the wall for me. And I mean, it is interesting, but at the same time, I'm tearing up right now just talking about it. Cause my husband was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like this, is, you, you love selling, you love seeing people, you love doing cold, cold calls. Like what's going on with you? And I'm like, I just can't. I just can't. And you hit the wall. I recognize major wall. Major wall. Yeah, that, that's amazing. So, so it's just so, uh, and it, it was maybe a, a, a. Did you identify what was going on? I mean, it was just a combination of all the stress, the baby stress, the, all the stuff, trying to do too much. Uh, did you identify the root I, cause of this? I, I think the root cause was that it, it's, it's my own line, that it's yeah. my own work. And um, if you get to know me, you'll know, like, I don't really like to talk about it. I just like to lead people to gravitate to what they gravitate to. Like, if you look at my signature collection, you'll, you'll understand a little bit more of what I mean, where people co- will come up to me and be like, which stone do you think is right for me? And I'm just like, no, 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 no which stone is right for you is a question for you, not for me. I'll help you guide you through it, but this, this is for you, not, not for me. So I'm very, I try to be very organic with everything. And it, you would think it would be easy to sell because you're, you love it so much and it's so, you're so passionate about it. But you, you also have to give legitimate reasons to people to buy it and it was just very hard for me to do it for myself i felt sure. like i would come off cocky uh arrogant even though I was, that's not what my intentions were you know but right? i think that's very common i think that's very common with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they don't want to come across as as arrogant or salesy or pushy hey this is my product i love it i'm enthusiastic about it but you know it, it, again it's just like what you were talking about Going to and asking support from your friends and family, uh, a lot of people have a lot of problems with that. Uh, but what's interesting to me, if uh, you know, for, for uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, for individuals who know anything about a network marketing or multi level marketing, one of the first steps they ask you to do is to make a list of your friends and family that might be interested in this business, right? I mean, so you look at these giant multi billion dollar companies, uh, Amway being one of the biggest. Uh, 
new skin, uh, and, and there's literally uh, probably 10 or 15 of these monster companies that all got started by asking friends and family. And now, again, now you're hitting this other wall, which is selling yourself, selling your product. For a lot of people, it's, it's a big, weird step. Super weird. Yep. Yep. I, and at the time, I didn't know that I wasn't alone on it, like that a lot of people go through this step and this hurdle in the process. Yeah, no, absolutely true. It's, 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 and you know, by the way, uh, this is one of the things that I like about having a mastermind or belonging to a, a business group, whatever you end up calling it is because, you know, being an entrepreneur is a, is a lonely journey, but when you go to a mastermind group uh, or some kind of uh, group like that, you, you find out that people are having the same struggles and sometimes they can give you strategies or, help you uh, get over some of those struggles quicker, better, faster. Um, and so it's just a, it's just a, a weird human hangup. And some of the people that, uh, that, that can adapt to it quicker and faster uh, tend to do better. So, so let me ask you this. Okay, so here you are. You're going through all this. You've launched this thing, uh, uh, the, the, the business. Um, well, wait a minute. Let's back up because – so at the photo yes. shoot, you had the baby the same week. So did you launch your web, your business, your web business, and deliver your child all the same week, or within the same couple <laughs> of weeks? Within within the same within the same few weeks, yeah, yeah. I I, I remember I gave birth. Um, I gave birth. I think um, the morning of, and then the photo shoot was in the after after the when I got released from the hospital. I had a C-section. So they keep you in there for four days. They released us from the hospital uh, with the seat, and I didn't want to take any of those painkillers anyway, so I was fine to drive. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I had the <laughs> pumping thing for the for the breast milk in the car as I'm driving to Malibu. It was hilarious. My mom was like, "You know you're crazy." I'm like, "Yeah, just you better watch my baby with your life, <laughs> and I will be back in a few hours because I need to go see this through." <laughs> It was funny. Uh, it was funny. Yeah. But you know what, though? Uh, and, and here's the deal. A lot of people would look at this and say, you are crazy. I would never do that. But again, that's right. part of being an entrepreneur. It's also part of being an achiever. You know, you, you have this thing and you go, go, go. Uh, and, and I think also, you know, when, um, when you are fighting, uh, not necessarily fighting, but when you're managing or dealing with a disease like uh, type 1 diabetes, uh, you know, I think sometimes that motivates people to get things done quicker because, you know, sometimes uh, a diabetic episode can last uh, a few minutes, a few hours, even a few days. Uh, so, you know, my daughter, uh, she, she was uh, diagnosed with lupus at the age of nine, and she's the same way. Right. She will burn the candle at both ends. Uh, she is, she was, she graduated college. Uh, I think two weeks later, she is delivering her first baby. Meanwhile, wow. she's dealing with, you know, she's dealing with uh, the, the, the disease lupus and, and all those challenges. Yeah. And, and, but I think sometimes, uh, you're motivated, um, more than you know uh, more times than not right that is so very for true. a lot of people will, very true 
Yeah, and, and again, people criticize you because you're not slowing down. You just had a new baby. But that's just – I think that's just the way – that's part of your personality, right? And, and people have to, uh, you know, support you or get out of the way kind of a thing. That's exactly it. Either they support you or they got to get out of the way. You you nailed it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, all right. So um, again, the website for those who want to uh, stop by there is c o n g e s l i f e dot com, and she has several signatures there. She's got earrings, necklace, bracelets, rings, body chains, uh, several collections and uh journey icons and it's uh you know a, a place where you could you know great for gifts and, and shopping so you have a collection you have let's see the signature collection which you which you had patented uh or trademark you have a, uh, uh, the egyptian scarab collection the dream catcher native american collection um and third eye, uh, collection. Third eye and personalized signature so out, out of your collection is there one that you favor more than the other Ooh, okay. Well, the Signature Collection and the Third Eye Collection are both design patented. Um, every single one of my collections have a very strong meaning for me. Otherwise, I would not be designing it or making it for that matter. Uh, but out of the all the ones that I have, I would still say the Signature Collection is the most meaningful for me. And, and the personalized signature collection. And the reason for that is I really feel like it holds metaphysical energy and the energy of these crystals that I literally have gone through 72 different crystal books and I've been obsessed with them since I was a little girl. Um, I narrowed them down to um, the properties that are best for harnessing courage, self-betterment, love, balance, calmness, mindfulness, forgiveness, vitality, all the, all the strong personalities that I feel we need right now uh, from Mother Nature. And the personalized collection was originally made uh, for the bonding between a, a parent and their, and their child because you could uh, pick the letter that you want with the gold that you want, with the crystal that you want on it in the 18 karat. And I made it for my son, um, and he wears it as an anklet. Um, those are catered the stones more for the issues that kids have. So what I did is like kind of research, like what are the issues that we deal with the most emotionally today as an adult, for, that's the signature collection, the personalized collection, of course, it kind of overlaps each other with the, with the signature, but I harnessed it more for um, kids of like, what is it that they have to go through? Like, is it timidness? Is it fear? Um, is it, standing up for yourself um, when you're in your adolescent years. What does it cater to? And that's how I narrowed down the crystals for it also. So because of all the energies and the keepsake factor, I would definitely say my signature collection. Because at the end of the day, uh, think about it. What do we want? When we go to bed at night, what are the things we care about the most? To feel safe, lucky, and loved, in my opinion. Sure. Am I absolutely. right? I look, absolutely. <laughs> everything, everything, uh, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Everything that we do in life really comes down to feeling loved, okay? And, and whether you're smoking a cigarette, uh, we did a bunch of research many decades ago about why people smoke. And, you know, uh, 
nobody said, hey, I started smoking because I saw this really cool ad and I wanted to start smoking. Everybody that we interviewed said that the reason they started smoking is because they wanted to fit in with the group they were hanging out with. They wanted to be part of that group, which is another word of saying I wanted to be accepted, which is another way of saying I wanted to be loved, right? I wanted to be part of that. And so love is ultimately uh, why we do, I think, everything in life uh, to some extent. And I think that the biggest fears that we have uh, is that uh, we're not enough and therefore we won't be loved. And and so I think that your collection, uh, you know, definitely is uh, a statement to that. And it's going to help, I think, uh, people resonate with that. So I, I love that. Thank you. I really, really try. I also have the individualistic factor to it where you do get to pick your own stone. You do get to pick your own uh, color of gold and you get to wear it. Uh, the piece is designed where you can wear it like vertically or horizontally and you can wear it, wear it however you want or wherever you want, whether it's as an anklet, a bracelet, a necklace, um, a charm, however you want to do it. Uh, that's fantastic. So to me, that's well, the most meaningful. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jasmine, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by. It has been such a blast having you on the show, uh, talking not only about entrepreneurship, uh, but, you know, dealing with all that while being pregnant and, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, launching your business. That's incredible. Oh, and diabetes. That's the other thing. So um, thank you for stopping by. Looking forward to catching up with you later. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me, and I learned so much from your shows. I love it. Thank you. Thank you you so very much. Good stuff there from – the very beautiful, the very young uh, Jasmine Pena. Uh, and again, the website is Conge Life, which is again spelled C-O-N-G-E-S life.com. Check it out. Support her. And uh, as always, my friends, thank you so much for being a part of Money for Lunch. Please, let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's help as many people uh, kind of get what is it? Let's help as many people understand their own story. And, you know, I think a lot of us can identify to the way Jasmine is driven. And we're all a little crazy for being entrepreneurial and believing in our dreams. So let's share this episode with everyone we know. As always, my friends, remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.